This is the Two North London Brothers Podcast, where we are informed and serious about football as we are brothers and from North London. We're not, but God damn it, do we wish we were. This podcast was made with the belief that supporting your club in sadness and the brief highs are the relapses that keep you addicted to a product you know that will ultimately hurt you. Just because we're mad at you doesn't mean we don't love you. That's goddamn right. We're two Americans who honestly have no business talking talking about soccer, at least not publicly, but we like to act like we're not typical Americans in the process. We'll talk from anything from the EPL, Champions League, Europa League, of course, if Arsenal's in it, uh, with opinions mostly based off of, off of what Reddit tells us to think. My name is Marky. I'm a huge Arsenal supporter uh, from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Became a gunner through my hatred of Barca during the 2011 Champions League game where the hate crime against Robin Van Persie ultimately made, made me fall in love with the club. You know, I think it's really ironic that, you know, the player that who helped you become a supporter of the club kind of ultimately uh, became a villain, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's almost too telling of, you know, why we support our clubs. You were supposed to ju- destroy the Sith, not join it, you know? It's just like one of those one of those things. Uh, prequel memes, uh, another one of our favorite, uh, favorite things we enjoy. Uh, for myself, my name is Pete. I am a Spurs supporter from the days of uh, Mr. Raphael van der Park, Peter Crouch, Garrett Bale. And Luka Modric. I mean, I still remember that fateful night uh, back in 2010 where Garrett Bale uh, threw himself uh, on the stage, announced himself, made into his pitch, and I was hooked ever since as a Garrett Bale fan, ultimately to get uh, to get hurt uh, when he left the club. Uh, that is a different story for a different time on that pain that I experienced. Uh, ultimately, the pain that uh, involved. Paulinho as well. That kind of hurt, uh, <laughs> hurt just as much, uh, you know. But anyway, like I said, expect us to ramble, get at each other while loosely talking about soccer, and always we will be a little drunk. Usually with a little bit of very very bottom shelf liquor from myself and interesting mixers, and Pete with odd odd drinks like a hot toddy. Uh, but ultimately, are delicious when you are ill. I will. I'll give you that. I'll give you that fit for a pass. Uh, so ultimately, Peter. What what do you think you want to accomplish with this podcast? I don't know. I just want to hang out with my brother, record us talking about the soccer nonsense that we usually talk about um, via text uh, while we're both at our adult jobs, doing adult things and adulting. Yeah, speak for yourself. Um, so I, mean, I, I figured I figured might as well just kind of put it out there for the webs for the internet to kind of shit, uh, shit on us. So. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, everybody like, why not? Yeah. everybody has their own podcast, and I believe, why shouldn't we? I mean, if we can put our – I mean, exactly. if the sun can put out their terrible opinions, why can't we put out ours? And that's kind of what I'm expecting. We can't be worse than the sun, and until someone says you are worse than the sun, we're going to keep doing this. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so thankfully we'll be doing this for a very, very, very long time. Uh, yeah, I don't see us stopping anytime soon. No. Well, before we get into all the other good stuff that we can get into, uh, we will like to mention that you can check out our really, really average uh, Instagram or our podcast on any of the streaming services, whether that be Spotify or Apple Music. Anything else you want to include in there, Pete? No, I mean, I said just, you know, follow us on the gram if you enjoy um, kind of low-level effort and decently quality memes from time to time. I'd say it's worth a follow and we'll pop up every now and then. Uh, besides that, thank you for tuning in. We hope to, uh, we hope this isn't the only time you'll be listening to us. Um, and we hope that you'll be uh, tuning in again next episode. Yeah. Yeah, Gunners, yeah. Come on, you Spurs. Well, that's cringy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we probably should have left that out, shouldn't we? <laughs> so, hello, Peter. Hello, hi. Uh, yeah, this is uh, t- typically we say hello. How have you been? Even though we usually talk to each other a whole bunch, but I feel like for the last couple days or so, with your traveling and whatnot, no uh, Xbox and all that stuff, it's uh actually true to say uh how have you been yeah yeah doing well uh 
pretty crazy uh, little bit of travels. Uh, just back home for the uh, for the grandpa's ninetieth birthday. Oh, uh, yeah, back uh, back early in the morning uh, to Chicago. Uh, when did you get back to uh, Chicago? Uh, today. Was, it, was it today this morning? Yeah, like at like ten. You went right into the office. Oh, right into the office. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. We don't take President's Day off. <laughs> Wow, very serious over there. Don't respect the presidents over at Garmany. Understood. You know there. You know there are a lot of people uh, in there uh, in the office today. So there's a lot of people out there who apparently don't like our president. Real shocker. Yeah, that is a shocker. I mean, um, uh, yeah, uh, we're not a political podcast, but uh, I think that's pretty common knowledge that uh, the majority do not like them. Uh, well, uh, yeah. haven't talked to you in a little bit. How was your uh, Valentine's Day? Uh, you, you, you were back at Valentine's home. Day was good. Uh, yeah, no, I was back home. I, um, it was good. Yeah, no complaints. Um, you celebrate it like how I celebrated it. Uh, I didn't. Uh, well, pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. For the most part. All right. Well, uh, recapping the rest of the uh, rest of the week. Uh, I think that, that one's old news there. But uh, let's see here. Um what are you uh what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking uh some Tullamore Dew Irish Ooh, whiskey. I love that whiskey. It is very tasty. Yeah, that's uh that's a uh, old uh, Papa Jim's uh Papa Jim's uh whiskey of choice. So if I ever I go home and yeah, I, I want to drink. Jim's a man of culture, so that does not really uh surprise me at all. Uh proper you know and uh yeah, apparently he has a good choice of drink, so yeah. respect. Uh, speaking of which, uh, the rent came in, uh, came up for a little birthday uh, uh, lunch, and uh, got me a six pack of beer. It's uh, so that's what I'm drinking tonight. It's uh, Bell's Larry's latest Flamingo Fruit Fight. It's a, uh, is it a sour. Yeah, it is a sour. It's a tart fruit ale. Brewed with passion fruit and lime, it is absolutely delicious. And I know you are a fan of the sours as That's well, but uh, yeah, to each their own as much as you, but yes, yeah, uh, of course, try one from now and then, uh, of course, yes. All right, so let's move right into it. Uh, right off the top, who's your hero and villain for this week, Pete? Did you put some thought to it? My, yeah, I did. Um, uh, so my hero this week is Marco Asensio's grandmother. I don't oh, know I if you that. saw I did. the post on r slash soccer. Adorable. She is adorable. What a wonderful lady. Um, and just how much support she gives her grandson, um, who, uh, again, I, I feel like a lot of people are in the same boat as I did. I didn't know he was half Dutch. Oh, or I did that not his last name is Williamson. Well, when you started yeah, speaking so Dutch, like, I was a little surprised. Right? Yeah, yeah, blew me away. But she is just the cutest old lady. Uh, she's a treasure. Uh, the people of the Netherlands have to protect her. Uh, at all costs. Oh, yeah. uh, so she is my hero for the week. Oh, that's a uh, one. My villain for uh, my villain for this week. Uh, there could be a couple, uh, but nobody, no, nothing's done me as dirty uh, as the Mozambique in <laughs> Apex Legends. Uh, so that is my villain for the week. Uh, yeah. uh, the gun is just absolutely trash. They need to do something. Or just uh, take it out. I feel. I feel like it only comes down when I don't have a gun. At that point, I'd rather just go into the fight well, with the fist Yeah, uh, yeah. the little fist They're they're much useful. Yeah, much more useful than the Mozambique. I'm gonna at least hit one of my punches where I can't say I'm gonna hit all my shots with the Mozambique. No. And even I am bad, do. but even good players are saying they can't hit anything with this gun. So, <laughs> uh, respawn's got to do something about it. It's trash. It's my villain of the week. It's yeah. just hot and garbage. Yeah, no, and uh, yeah, even though it's a villain of the week, it would be easy to put Hero of the Week into Apex Legends. Man, have I spent a lot of hours playing that game. It is super fun. But uh, going into my Hero and Villain of the Week, my Hero of the Week, since Arsenal can enjoy the Champions League, the one thing I did enjoy about it is those very well-finished Champions League soccer balls. I mean, the design on them to go yeah, from... I, I like how their group stage ones were blue. And then their knockout stage are a different color. It's like that red crimson kind of look. I like it. It's it's it, they're very nice. We, yeah, a little we totally super saiyan, you know. Yeah, like the the champ, the final <laughs> ball is going to be just out of this world. Apparently, uh, it's probably like well, I hope it's like gold color. or something. Maybe and shit. 
That'd be cool. A uh, green ball would be awesome. Ooh. Uh, with the pitch? Uh, yeah, I think if you do it right. I think if you do it It'd right. be a little tough with the pitch. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Or like a nice pink ball. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. There's a lot. You can do, do a lot with it. Yeah, and keep it simple, but it's all good. Um, and my villain of the week uh, apparently should be Will Smith. Man, did he get a ton yeah. of hate. Ooh, for uh, the Aladdin thing. And honestly, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, it's bad, but it's not like the worst thing I've ever seen. But then I remembered who did it before him and RIP to Robin Williams. How are you going to follow that? How are you going to follow Will that? Smith blew himself, man. Will Smith <laughs> blew himself. Like, yeah, I just don't understand why they didn't put all CGI for it. Like, they should have just went all CGI, yeah, man. Just, just, Will Smith's got to come in and... Yeah, he's gonna say, "Help, Daddy, get his rocks off," and it's just, you know, it's game over. Like uh, it's, yeah, it's not like hot. It. It, oh, that, that's like not it. hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's not hot. Will Smith's been in the in the limelight for recently, like the past couple months, and it's just because he's getting memed on. So hey, any press is good. I feel press. like he's got to do something to stop that. Yeah, he's trying to be hip with the kids. Uh, all right. Well, I guess uh, into the football we go. Um, Oh, who's uh, what's your uh, toast for this week, there, Pete? To put you on the spot completely. Ooh, that's a that's a tough one. Well, know. Uh, you know, my toast. I guess just because I feel like the lad needs some kind of support, even though he's mm-hmm. blue scum. You just feel for the guy. Uh, my toast goes out to Colum Hudson Adoy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Hope the lad gets his move that he wants. Uh, away from the vile cesspool that is Chelsea FC. Oof, it's uh, bad right so now. My to- so I'm going to toast to him and wish him all the best. And you know, hopefully his young career is not wasted uh, riding the bench for much longer. Yeah, well, uh, cheers to that there, buddy. Cheers. All right, moving into it. A uh, little behind. Uh, typically we'll have this podcast out a little bit quicker, but due to some traveling stuff and just some uh, – communication stuff it was pushed back a little bit but not all for bad stuff we got to watch the fa cup those games that totally yeah. mattered and weren't predictable the, at all the, the lads just got it the lads just got to deal with it because it was either you know we push it back late or they're just going to hear my dogs barking in the background at home and nobody oh. enjoys it no so no. Um, um, it's just a sacrifice you guys have to make uh, <laughs> getting it a little late that's fine all right uh <clears throat> lots happened since these results but We'll go through them relatively quickly because uh, it's no point in looking at the past and making reactions then. Let's react to how those teams are doing in the current state. Man United 3, Fulham nil. Uh, and uh, here we go with uh, Fulham with the no defense. But Pogba has continued his class. And Tony Martial had a lovely goal against that defense, which was a great defending or, or was it, or was it terrible defending or was it a great run? Probably a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. A little, little a little B, um, yeah. you know, moving on since this is like a week later that we want to do this. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he is back, you know, sooner uh, rather than later. Uh, yeah. to keep Manchester United in fourth, to keep Blue Scum in fifth, and Red Scum in sixth, mm. right where they belong. I so think. I, is, uh, I think Chelsea. Will, I think Chelsea will keep dropping. Uh, Watford one, Everton nil. Um, having looked at watching this Everton side, I actually like rather like their squad. They kind of have like a FIFA built squad uh, that. They have a lot of exciting players. And the problem is you're just not going to be consistent when you buy all those players. And Watford are showing why, you know, they're really trying to break into that um, into that top 10 consistency. And I think that they're kind of doing it quietly. I think it's uh, hard to think that a team with uh, Troy Deedy is going to do that. But uh, <clears throat> they're a couple players away from, you know, really actually uh, being a halfway decent side. Uh, going on to Huddersfield and Arsenal, uh, back when, you know, we won games, apparently, uh, (laughs) Huddersfield, uh, just isn't good enough. They just aren't. But that being said, one of the best things from this game was, uh, the Arsenal away support, which is typically quite good. We're chanting, uh, you're so shit. We're winning away, which in respect is, it's a pretty good chant because we're pretty shit away, but the Huddersfield knowing exactly who they are only could muster back something so much more delicious. You're so shit. We actually scored a goal and that kind of rang true because, uh, 
we just don't know what a clean sheet is. And poor old Leno, you know, I think he's quality and he will be good. He's not top, top quality, but he's a good keeper. And unfortunately, he just doesn't know what a clean sheet looks like. Uh, this game really not got out of second gear. The first half was kind of boring. But yeah, uh, you know, you know, Arsenal hate more. You know what Arsenal hate more than defense is uh, is clean sheets and uh, Ozil. So I mean, like yeah, the only thing they hate more than Ozil is clean sheets. Apparently, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yep, and pretty yeah, much. it would have been a great. It was a great Valentine's Day card. Oh, I loved it. Like my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, go ahead and doozy uh, is the only positive I typically take away from Arsenal games at this point my love for him grows almost every single game uh, going to Southampton uh, where Cardiff played and beat them 2-1 to one. Uh, the game apparently got started after the 70th minute and what what ha- did you watch the end of this game because it got gnarly I did it was pretty it was pretty nuts uh, I mean Cardiff up one nil, correct. And then Southampton score late into stoppage time, right? To go for the one one. Yeah, call. I think it was like ninety plus one, ninety second or ninety third yeah. minute. I can't recall. Uh, and then Cardiff just run all the way back, ninety fourth minute winner. Uh, that's six point. They, they won two. They won their last two get two matches. Really? Um, Look at them go. They are. I believe they are now. Uh, they should be out of the relegation zone. They are. Cardiff is now in 17th, pushing Southampton down into the relegation zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, just by one point. So, question to you. Do you think Cardiff stays up? Oh, that's tough. Uh, I mean, it's crazy because, you know, they just had won two, two, two matches, and right. that brings them out of the relegation zone. So, it just shows how tight that that race is um, to stay out of it. Um, in all reality, I think Cardiff uh, probably going to get their heart broken. Uh, probably some final final day of the season shenanigans. Um, I see them drop along with uh, you know Huddersfield for sure. They're they're dropping. They are. Um, they are fourteen points. Huddersfield is fourteen points away from safety. Yeah, they they yeah. they're done. Dunzo. Uh, so for them, unfortunately, and uh, Fulham eight points. Fulham, uh, Fulham might Fulham might turn it around. Uh, you I don't want to hope they do with uh, all the money they spend like and how exciting like their team is, but I don't think they will. Doesn't look like it. No. All right. Here's a better question: Do you want them to stay up? Would you? Out of the three, Newcastle, Cardiff, Southampton, who do you want to see stay up? Uh, you know. I like Southampton. I do. Yeah, I um, like. That's my. I mean, that's it's just because uh, you know with everything Cardiff uh, obviously has been through in the last right last month, it would be uh, the uh, yeah. I mean, you'd want to see him stay up just for the Hartfield fact. Yeah, I mean, it's, but I think uh, Southampton and. Um, and the job uh, their manager is doing, uh, my boy Ralph uh, Hassan Hubu. Of course, uh, I think uh, I think Southampton uh, should be all right here. Finagles their way um, to through. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's looking like uh, Huddersfield, Fulham, and Cardiff are the three that will go down. But a lot of games left. Twelve, games. 12 games left. Oh the yeah, season. lots of Anything lots of points will be lost. Lots we, of points we know that. All uh, right. Going to Crystal Palace 1, West Ham 1. Stats tell me that there were 25 shots and only 5 shots on target. So uh, just to, you know, make a broad assumption there, I just assume that Andrews Townsend took the majority of those shots. Uh, I did not watch nearly uh, nearly enough of this game. But uh, you knowing Townsend, being a Spurs supporter, this probably isn't a surprise to you. Crystal Palace. No. Sounds like an accurate. Yeah, I, I can't even remember if I even watched this match. I probably did not. Uh, but you know what? Just based on that stat line itself, that does uh, that does fit the narrative that Townsend uh, did take all these shots. Um, and the lads in row F, real happy, going away with some souvenirs at the end of the day. Yeah, you got to imagine that you know the fans are paying a little extra money just knowing Townsend's on the pitch and the chance of getting a ball up there. It's way way higher than normal. 
Going to Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool three, Bournemouth nil. Liverpool business as usual. Uh, unfortunately, we get to see poor uh, Bournemouth lose, and nobody likes seeing little Howell sad. Apparently, except in manager mode, where you you have a little vendetta against him. But that's a whole other story. Uh, going to be hard yes, to argue. Eddie has a bastard man here. in FIFA. Yeah, Eddie has a bastard man in uh, in stingy. FIFA. He's, He's stingy, just, ain't he? He's just a, yeah. I thought yeah. I thought you know possibly dealing with uh, with uh, Levy was bad. Uh, so all right, on to the next. Here we go. Brighton one, Burnley three. Burnley getting over that whole uh, you know first season blues, and Brighton seemingly doing the opposite. They started Brighton now, kind of back to where everybody kind of thought they were. Yeah. Um, scary thing here. Uh, Burnley have not lost a match since Christmas. I don't believe. Oh bother! So I don't like a, that stat. That's a very it's a it's a crouchy difference there. Uh-huh. No, uh, but in reality, um, it sucks because I hate the way Bournemouth even play the game. They think it's called soccer, uh, but they look well above relegation. To, uh, hopefully, yeah. we play them next uh, this Saturday, so hopefully we can knock them down a little bit. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, I think the whole league would appreciate that. I think everybody, yeah. I mean, like I said, Burnley are the most Brexity team out there, so uh, nobody enjoys looking at those forty-year-old bald cunts okay. uh, supporters that they have. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think you're not going to get many argue, uh, many argue that point. All right, uh, your game now. So. Uh, Tottenham three, Leicester mm-hmm. one. Uh, let's see. Uh, looks like pretty run-of-the-mill game for uh, Tottenham. No, not the case in all honesty. Uh, I like, uh, all honesty, Leicester are probably the better side for the full 90. Mm. Uh, it comes down to uh, converting your chances. Uh, Leicester did not. We took, uh, we took our chances, and, uh, you know, that's why we ended up 3-1. Uh, you know, it's 2-1 up until the 90th, uh, where... You know, they're going for that extra, going for that extra goal. We hit them quickly on the counter. Son with pace, one-on-one. You know that's, that's going in with the form he's been on. Uh, <clears throat> so, you know, they have a young uh, young Ari, ba- Ari Barnes. Uh, yeah, he's you know, looked he, right in recent weeks. He at least like three, had three or four chances that he probably could have put in. Um, so those are games that the old, uh, you know, uh, Spurs team two years ago loses. Or at least draws. But you guys certainly don't do that anymore. We don't draw anymore. I don't even know what that is. Um, I just hear about it. Uh, it sounds like a folk tale. <laughs> At this point, the elders <laughs> tell around the campfire. Uh, interesting thing that happened during this match. Uh, Jan Vertonghen brings James Madison down in uh, about the 60th minute. A little controversial. Uh, look, Hall, it looked like, you know, upon review, looks like Madison's going down a little easily. He's looking for the contact. He's already going down before Vertonghen really steps in there. Right. Uh, Vertonghen you know, it's not a, it wasn't a ter- it's not a terrible call, but when you look back at Sun not getting anything um, early in the match, getting a, a card for simulation, uh, you could look at that and say uh, Harry Maguire did kind of make contact with Sun again. Yeah, um, maybe a little tough to call in real time. Yeah, maybe he was already going uh, down, but it did look like there was definitely contact. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, Michael Oliver, bastard man, fuck him. Uh, as yeah. all of us say, yeah. uh, you, you know, roughing is the hardest job, hardest job out yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> split judgmental decisions, quick decisions. Uh, but fuck you know what? Got I got it wrong. I think what Fucking we should. Uh, I think what we <laughs> should do is because of how goddamn tough it is, and just what. When was the last time you heard uh, from the EPL? At least, wow, that was a great, great game that he refed. I think we should t- take a moment, at least every week, and find a place where you know we can appreciate some good refereeing. But I have a, but I have a fear that wow. it probably won't be within the EPL. Not until it comes in. Uh, what happened? <clears throat> oh, Mike Dean awarding the penalty for the City versus Chelsea game. That is that's 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 our that's our uh, refereeing moment of the week. Okay. Um, the lad is just—he's a goddamn celebrity. Um, he gets oh torn down in the squat, points real hard at the spot. Let's everybody know. Uh, Michael, 
Yeah. Uh, just yeah, he knows the famous Spurs supporting Mike show. D, yeah. I believe. Well, yeah, uh, since, since you mentioned the game, uh, Man City takes a big old pooping on uh, Chelsea six nil. Mamma mia! Stay, yeah, that's not the only thing you can assume. Sorry, saying in his head, um, he looks like a man without an idea and a little lost, uh, lost abroad. Sorry, does. Um, what do you make of the? Uh, what what do you make of after the game? Uh, Guardiola goes to shake Sarri's hand, and Guardiola looks genuinely upset. He he looks he looks hurt. Yeah, I mean it's I don't think it's any ill intent. There's no malicious uh, there's no malicious intent uh, towards the bald fraud or anything like that. It's more the fact that Sarri's embarrassed that his team just got pooped on six nil. Just embarrassed um, at the Etihad. Um, after everything's just been piling up on the team uh, in the recent weeks, uh, <clears throat> that the team's easy to find out. Sorry, can't motivate the players. Sorry, ball's too hard to learn. It doesn't work all the time. There's no plan B when sorry ball isn't working. Jorginho is just an oaf, apparently. Uh, I mean, this is exactly the worst thing that could happen to him. Um, so all those emotions. He's probably you know uh, yeah. you know I've heard an emotional guy wears his heart on his sleeve and. Um, still, it's still a little disrespectful in my opinion. Well, uh, yeah, I, mean, I agree. You the hand of the manager, unless he did something, uh, you know, says, says right. something ill about your family or something, but of course, uh, yeah, I mean, in the end, uh, I think you can understand if you put yourself in Sari's, uh, cigarette smoke and lungs, uh, that he is, uh, he's a little sad right now. Yeah. Can you take any positives away from this game or anything else about around this game for, for Chelsea? <clears throat> No, they they look bad. <laughs> they look they look really bad. Uh, Rudiger Rudiger's looked like he's been a nice center back. Well, he looks um, like he's putting Conte, effort at least. Conte puts in a shift. Conte yeah. and Rudiger are putting in shifts. Capo looked like he was going to cry after that fourth goal. Ross <laughs> oh Barkley's God, heading back. Like, what's he doing? I'm just saying, why is Ross, Ross Barkley even around the pitch? So that just should just sum up uh, why Chelsea is struggling the way they are. Oh. That Ross Barkley header back. For the Aguero poaching, oh my God, like what? Yeah. And it was just a nightmare. I feel bad for Kepa, in yeah. all honesty. Yeah, he because he's a, he's a good keeper. Um, do you think? Uh, do you think Hazard leaves? Oh yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he gone. Oh, I think so. <clears throat> he gone. Pulisic is gonna have some tough shoes to fill. Yeah, he's uh, next. Starting oh. to, I feel like we're starting to see this oh, almost oh, every week. Oh it's, God, it's uh, Pulisic <laughs> just regretting and regretting a little bit. All right, the last game of the EPL. Wolves won, Newcastle won. Uh, My Magpies go up against the Wolves, which I really do admire a little bit. But uh, you got to say, you got to say Rafa got robbed a little bit by by, uh, Big Dick Willie. I mean, you love Wolves. A little bit. That that last minute header from from Big Dick Bully uh, into the net over Dubrovka. the Broncos should do better. I know they're yep. the pictures make it look bad. And, and I'm not saying it wasn't. You watch, you watch the video. You watch the video, and like the Broncos should do better. You know, I think so too. I, I really do because yeah, his arms are on him, but uh, it's not. It's not a kid. Like he's impeding a little bit. The Broncos still has an, an opportunity to make an attempt on the ball. You know, agreed. And it just kind of goes through his hands. Like if if you know watching the replay, yeah. Uh, now was Bully impeding that? You know that's where the that's where the call would be. Well, Bully impeded um, the Broncos' ability to kind of you know catch the ball. But I mean that thing goes right through him. That's a tough call to. That's a tough thing to argue. He looks yeah. like he just flat out misses misses it. Right, and uh, I don't know. I think a better keeper just deals with that and he at least punches that ball away. But I, I will say it is probably a foul. It's unfortunate because I think Newcastle deserves. I think it's a foul too. Yeah, and and I mean, but all in all, that's really not a terrible result for either side. Uh, Elmeron, the the uh, debutant from uh, Atlanta United from the MLS, looked pretty good. He looked solid. He looked quick. He's got, he's got a good step on him, so Newcastle can take away that with the one point as well. Uh, well, and on to something that I haven't been a part of for some time, but the Champions League. Uh, we're gonna start with we're gonna start with Roma versus Porto. That game finished two one at Roma, 
And uh, the 18-year-old for Roma, he looked good. Apparently, he wasn't doing all too much before, but uh, gets a brace. He and took that's his chances. Massive in a Champions League knockout stage. <clears throat> yeah, big calculated assist from Jekyll in the second <laughs> yeah, goal. Of course. Uh, hitting it right off the post, too. Uh, to Zaniolo uh, for that second goal. Vision Inter fans, they're crying. In, yeah, uh, Inter fans crying in Angola because of uh, they got that guy. Yeah. Roma gets Zaniolo, uh not looking very fair right now, uh, to say the least. They yeah. probably would want that guy back. Um, but Porto bring one back. Uh, that away goal could be. I mean, that's yeah. that's a big away goal. Oh yeah. Yeah, going back to Porto, it's never going to be easy. And that, that matchup was always kind of a toss-up. You kind of want to see the underdog do well in Porto. So it's uh, so that could be real, real interesting there. Uh, moving on to some of the what I would classify as the bigger games. Uh, going to Old Trafford. Man United dethroned. They scored zero goals. And PSG, on the other hand, without Neymar, without Cavani, they win 2-0. Uh, while I watched this game all the way through, sorry, excuse me. Uh, they looked really quite good at the beginning. Like, they were going to really give a good test to PSG, but PSG, I mean, their counter looked quality. Uh, they actually just looked very solid in defense. Uh, I mean, their mm-hmm. defense really showed up today. Uh, but the one thing that they kept harping on was, no Cavani and Neymar. I'm not downplaying how big those players are, but wouldn't it be nice in your squad if your two best players go out and you have a guy like Julian Draxler or Angel Di Maria to just easily slot in? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I got Fernando Lorente uh, <laughs> to slot in when Ping goes down, so I don't, I don't see a problem. Yeah, there. I don't see the difference in uh, the, the quality there. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! God damn. Goddamn oil money. Uh, speaking uh, of Di Maria. Yeah, I, I would love it. Uh, dude, Lad put in an absolute shift. He looked fired up against his old side. Uh, he was all over the place. He looked great. Uh, also, he also he seemingly got the best of Ashley Young. And uh, what do you make of the uh, little Di Maria-Ashley Young incident? Uh, down, down the so, side. okay. Yeah, it, all right. Ashley Young... Is a cunt. It's easy to say go fuck yourself. That. But at the same time, why is Man United's pitch? Why is Old Trafford like that? Why is that even there? That is very, that seems very dangerous. Like <laughs> I'm surprised. Like I mean, this should happen fairly often. I feel like I mean, like it's shoulder to shoulder. Ashley Young finishes his tackle again. Uh, really a cunty thing to do because the ball is clearly going out. Right. Of play. Yeah. That that was my big point. Is he knew his, what he was doing. Maria is slowing up his run. You know. Um, and then he just happened to go shoulder to shoulder. Di, Mar- Di Maria versus Ashley Young. Ashley Young's gonna, you know, win that ex- even, especially if he's going full, yeah. uh, full tilt, full yeah. pace. How is that? How that guy is a captain of United some days? I, I don't know because he's just right. not. Doesn't seem like a good yeah, role model, for, yeah, uh, other than he tries hard. Yeah. And uh, and he looks like his jersey doesn't fit him anymore. Coming from a winger from Austin Villa, and I would have never thought that that lad would be captaining United in the Champions League as a right back. And I would be either be saying, what a revelation Man United has had, or what kind of state are they in? Uh, yeah, it's a, la- it's a ladder. It was a ladder for a while, yeah. but now it seems like it is a little bit of a revelation. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. I like that one bit. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I, I like how PSG... Uh, Took down Man United. Enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, speaking of a, a team taking a team down who's in bad form, uh, I bet you can't wait to talk about this one. Tottenham three, Dortmund nil. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> not oh, much, yeah. Not much man. more to say than that. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh! Just what a wonderful night. Uh, wonderful, wonderful afternoon at work. Uh, for myself, uh, streaming it while making it look like I was doing work, uh, as is the American supporter, uh, supporter's way the life. Uh, these days. Yeah, it is the life of an American soccer fan. Uh, what can I say? I mean, at the start, look shaky. it looked, looked shaky. First half, Dortmund looks like the better team. 
quality chances. The Lucas Moore volley would have been absolutely dirty if it went in uh, at the start of the match. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but then Pagetino makes just – and that's why – this. I mean, this is, this is the reason we won is because of these slight little changes mm-hmm. he made at halftime. No doubting he gave him a real fiery, passionate oh, speech had to. in the room at halftime. But he drops, you know, he, he drops Erickson back into um, just the midfield. So they play in, they're playing three, right. three in the midfield now instead of uh, Erickson up top. Uh, and, you know, we just completely controlled the midfield at the end of the game. So Stoko sure. just completely bossed uh, Delaney and Witzel. Uh, they identified Akimi on the right side, a natural left back as the weakness of the team. And uh, super young Vertonghen, the low-key surprising left back, puts in one hell of a shift. Oh, he was mad. Uh, those two goals, sure. I mean, yeah, two of the I mean, two of the three goals are because of Akimi. Mm-hmm. Akimi loses the ball. Vertonghen whips it in to Sun. Uh, what a volley! Uh, oh, I mean, that's, that's just a, a that's a strike from a that's a strike from a guy on form. Uh, you know, I, I won't want anybody available. else in this moment besides maybe Kane, obviously hitting that ball. Uh, second goal, Hakimi loses for Tongan. A beautiful whip ball in by Aurier. Uh, two nil. That's a that was a striker's volley, uh, to say the least. And then Big Daddy Nando in the eighty sixth. Puts in a header, and Dortmund uh, kind of failed, have been struggling with set pieces. Uh, Diallo on Lorente didn't get goal side to him. Uh, that's just a mismatch, and Lorente just kind of poked it in. Uh, and overall, just a wonderful night uh, at Wembley. Uh, it seems like Dortmund, the wheels are really kind of falling off. Unfortunately. Uh, I know they had a lot of injuries. They've had a lot of injuries. Uh, they just drew Nuremberg. Uh, yeah, today zero zero. Um, like it's the that. fact that their ta- yeah their their attack has went down and they really don't have any other options. Yeah, without Paco uh, or uh, Royce, it's uh it's always going to be tough. It's always going to be tough to score. So yeah, here's the thing: it's not over yet. Yeah, that 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 was my question. I think you're leading into it. Do mm-hmm. Tottenham? Yeah, it, is there a chance for Tottenham to, to bottle this one or Dortmund to just because when yeah. you go when you go to Signal and do it a park. I mean, it's never going to be easy. That's one of the biggest crowds in the world. I mean, it's never going to be easy. But 3-0, that's no away goals. You, you guys score one goal, I think you know, it's obviously over. Uh, if we score one, it's over. they got to score five. Yeah, um, Jesus. You're a little hesitant here. A little hesitant. As a, sports, as a Spurs <laughs> supporter, as long as I have been, you never feel easy until the job is done. I don't think you it know, should be any other up. I mean, look at how PSG were feeling after they're thrashing up Barca two Ooh, years ago. That's a good point. You're lad Emery out the helm. <laughs> and Barca came back at home. Got it up. Um, so what a game that was. Any, any Spurs fan who tells you that, you know, we're already through the next round, they've, they either are just kind of – that's the thing. You can't, you can't not forget – the the lads is Tottenham uh, <laughs> meme as a Spurs supporter because it's there for a reason. If it you know, and that's the that's the worst fear. If it does happen, it's just going to be a nightmare uh, to deal Lots with. Lots of drinking that day, um, and that's going to be a week. So, so. that would be uh, that that I mean that ruins the season right there. Oh uh, yeah, that would be that crazy. losing to scum. That, that losing to scum would be the worst things that happen. Yeah, um, couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more. Uh, last game of the Champions well, League this week, yeah. uh, AX one Real Madrid two. Do you watch this game, or were you? I, I assume you were more focused on the uh, Tottenham Dortmund game. I had both games up, so I got I got the pleasure of watching both games. I happened to very much enjoy this game. Uh, AX looked a team with no fear and a young team with so much talent. And they really took it to Real Madrid. And I think the only thing that really shone through was that Real Madrid have experience and they only care about the Champions League, obviously. Uh, they, they have so much quality that, you know, you make any kind of mistakes, they're going to make you punish or they're going to punish you for those mistakes. But they actually great. And honestly, it's going to be super tough going to the Bernabeu for this game. But. Ugh, uh, I, I honestly think AX deserve to win that game. They're super unlucky not to, but as you have mentioned with how Spurs have been playing without Kang and all that stuff, 
it comes down to just being clinical and finishing the chances you have to finish. And Spurs have been doing that mm-hmm. for the last couple of weeks and showing that they have that resilience. And Real Madrid showed their maturity in this game. But AX looked great. They looked fantastic. I just hope mm-hmm. that either Delit or Nurez or Ziach, like they stay around. They either stay around or go to a team that where they're going to make an impact as there's just so much goddamn talent on this team. You don't want to see it get wasted. Obviously, Frankie already going to Barca will be a nice thing to see. He played fantastic this game as well. But Real Madrid just has that bit of class that you know most other they teams just have the experience, have. man. I mean, they've won the Champions League for the last three years. Yeah. Like they just have that experience. All right, uh, well, and that's the difference, man. That's 100 percent the difference maker yep. in that match uh, yep. between uh, a young IX side and the Galacticos. So yeah. Uh, he going in with the nice goal as well. That's a that's a that's a world class finish. Uh, excuse me, I've been sick for the last two days. If you uh, haven't noticed, my nose a bit stuffed up. Uh, so uh, before we get into the predictions of what we think is going on, uh, actually the last little recast. I want to go through this one pretty quick. I don't think you watch any of these games besides the one that happened today possibly uh most of these games yeah, pretty predictable right. i don't think there was a there was an upset in the bunch qpr had was hosting watford they watford won one nil brighton beats derby at home two one frank Lampard's side gets um, a nice x from the fa cup millwall beats afc wimbledon uh, Man City gets that easy draw of Newport County and takes care of business for one. Phil Foden, I believe, had a brace. Wolves uh, win one nil over Bristol. Uh, Doncaster hosts Crystal Palace, where they win two nil. Swansea beats Brentford, who had a red card four one. And the game that happened today, sorry, sadness continues. And Paul Pogba. Looking great. Apparently, uh, man, you just have to play on. Uh, just, just besides the Champions League, have looked absolutely fantastic. They win two nil. Pogba with one goal, and then a laser beam onto Herrera for the first goal. Uh, man United looked quite good, and Chelsea just it just continues to be sadness. It's uh, it's a it's a draw between Chelsea and. Uh... Chelsea and Arsenal for being the main yeah. team this year. Right. Uh, so at least you got Chelsea's back. Because otherwise it would have been all like us. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think. You don't even want to talk about the Europa League matchup last Thursday? Oh, oh, we're, oh, was there a game on? I think there was. Pretty sure uh, something happened in Belarus. Uh, uh, the Tractor Factory. One. Arsenal. Nil. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, that did happen, unfortunately. Uh, honestly, I think we'll be fine, but uh, the memes, it's, it's just embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. A little bit. Yeah, uh, we can blame the pitch, but they had to play the same pitch, even though they're not trying to play the same style. You sound like the U.S. men's national. Oh, I do, don't I? Yeah, like, you want to sound like <laughs> Bruce Arians? You can beat Bruce Arians. Uh, I hate him. You want Lacazette <laughs> yeah, decides do. decides to get a tactical red card and elbow the fuck out of this guy's face so that he doesn't have to play in the second play. leg. Yeah. yeah. He he says, you know what, I don't want to be in that embarrassment. Uh honestly, we just looked we looked like we didn't really care. Uh honestly, we looked like a team that really needed somebody that uh knows how to unlock a really stingy defense. So I think uh Coming this summer, I think we should go out and get a really creative midfielder who can break open defenses. If you know of anyone, Pete, feel free to throw a shot in the shot in the dark there for Arsenal. We'll go get somebody. Maybe not on his wages that he's on right now. <clears throat> oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. I don't I couldn't see Arsenal shelling out the wages for a player like Mezzadozo, but you know, a boy can dream. Uh so, so going to R Slats Soccer, uh some of the top posts over the last week. Uh, I've seen quite a few of these who to support pieces for the lower league teams. Honestly, they're great little pieces. Pretty funny. Uh, so what? So what we're thinking is eventually we'd like to uh, we'd like to uh, eventually get to a point where we make a who to support uh, for all of for all of kind of Europe and all that stuff. So that's something that we'll keep on our on our radar. It'll be a little bit much to go into right now without a little 
without a little structure to it. But one of the biggest things that happened is, at least throughout my friend group, is the uh, the effects of r slash soccer streams. Uh, they took it down and uh, migrated to some other ones, but uh, I believe it's back in some capacity. But that's been uh, that's been a yeah, real you gotta problem. Be real sneaky about it. Yeah, you gotta be real sneaky. You gotta be real sneaky about it. Yeah, and they do have a Discord. They have a nice Discord, which uh, which does the trick to a certain extent. But uh, now I have it's friends texting me, "Oh, can I get a stream? Can I get a stream?" And you know, I just don't want that 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 to be taxing on me. You don't want that burden. No, it yeah, you don't want that burden. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about maybe like Footy Bites and uh, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Footy Bites has been quite quite good. So let's uh, let's <laughs> hope and pray that that stays alive for quite some time. Uh, going on to your mm-hmm. subreddit, uh, I I actually don't go on to your subreddit at all too much, uh, mainly course, because yeah. uh, you guys are all happy and I'm all sad. And it would just make things worse. Mm-hmm. So uh, what is uh, what, what's your what's your happy subreddit looking like? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's all good, man. I mean, uh, we're out here winning, memeing, memeing on that drawing. Uh, I'll say it. Uh, you you got to say it real quietly. Sissoko for $30 million is not looking like a bad deal. This sounds He's had a fantastic season. Is this, he uh, just, he's is this your little so confession, of the, confession of the year? It's like me liking Carl Jenkinson? I love Sissoko. I do. Uh, did I like them maybe a year ago? No, nah, not so much. I mean, I mean, most supporters, most supporters are lying if they said they they've been supporting Always through and through. They, they call bullshit on that. Uh, it's just one little simple switch. He's always looked class moving forward with the ball. Um, we've thrown him into our Dembele role. Guy's just a tank. Uh, I mean, he's excelled. His defense has gotten better. And he just looks like the real deal kind of uh, midfielder to slide into that Dembele role. Uh, I mean, you got Man United paying 52 mil, 60 mil for Fred. Who? Uh, Sissoko for 30 million. Doesn't look so bad when you look at that, you know? You know what? When you put it that way, uh, it's pretty good. Because it looks like Fred, like, I guess Fred was on the Champions League bench. But, like, where has he been? They just, they just banished yeah, him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's like he's somewhere. He's yeah, he's doing something. He's doing somewhere. He's around. Yeah, he's around getting uh, getting nutbagged, nutmegged by Rashford. I saw that video. <laughs> uh, little little Rondon uh, did not go well for him. Uh, but anyway, uh, spur you know before the Champions League match, everybody got pumped up uh, watching our great escape from the group stages. Oh yeah, uh, fantastic! Get some goose get goosebumps every time watching that. Just quality content uh, from the. Uh, from the Spurs media team. Uh, good news. Harry Kane may be back uh, as early as Burnley. Uh, I think he might make the bench. Uh, but that's great just because of the run of matches we got after Burnley. Yeah, you're going to need uh, him. Chelsea, Chelsea, Arsenal, Dortmund. <laughs> uh, One of those so is not having like him, well, having actually, him on the bench would be big. Yeah, well, all those teams are in bad form. So, But they're all big teams. They're all that's big true. games. So, not big teams. Uh, bad news: we may not play in our new stadium until next season. I don't know how to feel about yeah. it. Not to uh, um, dive bad in, for the supporters. Not to dive into your personal uh, life too much, but uh, you have a you, you might be moving to Austin for your work and all that stuff. And that 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 too keeps getting pushed back a little bit. So, would you uh, would, would you put money on uh, Spurs playing in the new stadium <laughs> before you move to Austin, or you moving to Austin before it's Spurs play a new stadium? What am I supposed to move in May, April? Um, if I was a betting man, oh, which I know I, you're I would not, bet that our move would get put. I bet I would assume our move gets pushed back to June. Um, honestly, I think Spurs don't play until next season. Um, in it's the preseason games. I mean, at this at this point, you know, like I don't know. It's like you just get in there, and get in there. I would love to see a match go on. Um, go on this year at the new stadium. I think it would be great. Uh, but at this point, hopes aren't high. Uh, I mean, the delays, they overshot it. Um, a little bit. Tiny bit. And we're, Yeah. But, you know, you keep looking at it. Everybody's very impressed. No signings. We're homeless. We're still getting it done. <laughs> you are so, still getting it done. I mean, nothing but respect. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I'm not very hopeful about it like most things. Uh, around Spurs, I do not get my hopes up. 
uh, about good things happening for us. Speaking of moving homes, uh, Aaron Ramsey has called Arsenal home for uh, over 11 years now. And uh, that's the main state of r slash Gunners is that Ramsey officially signs for Juve for apparently it was reported was reported for 400k a week, which I don't think. I think the other number I saw that came out is uh, is closer to 250. 250. Yeah, which which makes a lot more yeah. sense. The Pornicle got it wrong. I'm very surprised. Yeah, uh, that Orny got it wrong. Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> it does not happen very often. Yeah, it does not happen very often. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's kind of the main thing that's going on over on the Arsenal. We're just trying to distract ourselves from what what really is happening. Our form's quite bad. Uh, we need to kind of figure things out. And uh, going back to that Europa League game, the thing that I I, I want to put it more on the players because in the pre match uh, press conference, Emery came out and said the boys can't be complacent. They can't. You know, they can't just take this game easy thinking they're going to win it. That's exactly what they did. So so it's not like Emery is the one saying, oh, you guys got it. It's fine. But, you know, there's a lot of that going on. Uh, the, the other thing with the R slash Gunners is our uh, our club photographer, Stuart McFarland, uh, loves that at all-time high. He's been uh, chirping and liking certain things on Instagram. And, you know, at this point in our club, if we can take any positives away from the week, then uh, – then I guess it's going to have to be that. And that's about all I have to say about that. Uh, I was going to say, well, Danny Schwen has officially left the club, Dad. I don't know who that is. So uh, I choose to ignore stuff like that, Pete. Uh, You know, ignorance is bliss at a certain point. Um, All right. So uh, this week, uh, starting tomorrow, actually, uh, we have Champions League. Wouldn't know anything about that. But uh, the other side of Champions League that has not played yet, they play tomorrow. Let's do some quick match predictions for that. Uh, Leon, they're at home and they play Barcelona. What do you think, Pete? Uh, I think it's 3-1 Barca here. Uh, okay. Too much quality. And too much quality for Barca in, in, in Barcelona's side. Got to say uh, right. At the end of the day for Leon to... Uh, to handle, they'll get one. Uh, but Barca's gonna kind of put, maybe put this away. Yeah, I think Barca. I think Barca will be too good for him as well. Uh, Atletico Madrid. They're at home versus That's Juve. This one should be a Ugh. snoozer, but Cristiano Ronaldo is in the match, so you know maybe it'll be exciting. One, Will it be one, exciting? One one boring game. No one one boring. Ugh, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. going nowhere. Yeah, uh, God. Uh, the other game on Wednesday, the Atletico Juve games on Wednesday as well. The other Wednesday game is Schalke versus Man City. It's in Germany. What do you think here? I think Man City. I think Man City wins a minus two nil. Uh, keep their mm-hmm. good good form going. Uh, Schalke put up a good fight, but just doesn't have the quality. Yeah, I think it's just too much quality for Schalke to handle City. Yeah. Are in good form after stomping around the lower league sides of Newport County and Chelsea. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> they're just kind of yeah, they're just, uh, they're just beating up on a couple of lower league teams, lower hope, side teams. Hope to see uh, the American Weston McKinney have a good showing. That'd be nice to see. Uh, the last game. It'd be interesting to see him go up against the midfield. Oh yeah, oh, Ferdinandinho, you know, a player who he should role model. Honestly. Uh, the last game uh, to give a little quick prediction would would be Liverpool. They're at home and they host Bayern on Tuesday, three o'clock. This game will be the most exciting game of of this match day and of this week, I would assume. Uh, who do you take here? I'll have it on. Oh, both defense. Uh, well, so that's the thing. Liverpool without Van Dyke, without Lofren. Ooh, They're rolling with Fabinho and Joel Matip yeah. as center backs. So yeah. that's old Liverpool. That's old Liverpool type. type uh, but you still got Allison back there. Bayern, no Ribery, no Robin. Ooh, those, which is weird to think of. Yeah, it is uh, weird. No Boateng either. But uh, like Sule and Hummels years. are that go-to center back. Yeah, uh, pairing. Regardless, um, yeah. I mean, Klopp's never been the most clutch manager when it comes to playing against Bayern. Uh, Give me a score. I don't know. I 
I think experience over. I don't know. Well, uh, Liverpool made a good run last year, but again, who did they really play in their run to the final? Uh, I think I'd love to see. I think two one, two one. Liverpool wins it, but we got an interesting one going back to the. Oh Allianz. yeah, with the away goal. Two one. Byron get that away goal. Yeah, I'm two say, one. I'm gonna say uh, three one. Salah Firmino. Ooh, yeah, I think I think that's about right. I think Salah definitely notches one. I don't know who the second goal is. I want to say 3-1, but I don't know who to. So I'm going to leave it up in the air. 3-1, don't know who to. Because if Byron wins 3-1, then right. Liverpool's hearts are absolutely broken. It's over. All right. I would uh, love that. All right. Well, uh, EPL, uh, this weekend, we have quite a few games. Let's go through it nice and quick. I'm going to go out on a limb and say besides the very last game of the match day, not a lot of exciting games, to be honest with you. Uh, West Ham plays Fulham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you say there? Yeah, West Ham. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Cardiff, do they continue their good form? They're at home against Watford. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's one nil Watford. It's going to be a close game. But I, I think I want to say I want to say it's a two 0 Watford. I'd say Watford keeps their good form. Those are both Friday games on the twenty second. Kind of I don't know how I feel about the Friday games coming out. Uh, Burnley yeah. at home. They're hosting Tottenham at seven thirty in the morning. Six thirty for you, Pete. That's a bummer because nobody wants God, to watch I Burnley play that early. Watch that. That sounds that sounds terrible. I don't want to get up and watch it. Um, it's at home. Oh, God, it's at Burnley. Mm-hmm. 2-0 the Alright, the Wolves travel to Vitality Stadium to take on the Cherries at 10 o'clock Ooh. That'll be a good Let's game go Wolves. That, That'll think, be a I good game I, I think Burmouth are going to yeah. bounce back and it's going to be like a 2-2 draw uh, Newcastle, the Magpies host Huddersfield, Huddersfield Town uh, that's on Saturday at 10 o'clock as well. I'm going to say Newcastle comes out with a big win. Rafa stomps his dick out and also puts his uh, glasses away nice and coolly for a nice 3-1 win. Newcastle starts scoring goals. Thank you a lot, Elmeron. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, 3-1. I mean, that sounds about right too much. Uh, still have done. Yeah, so. Leicester City, they're at home against mm-hmm. Crystal Palace. Two teams in uh, Leicester, not in great form, but Crystal Palace in seemingly pretty decent form. Nice wing in the FA Cup and draw last week. Ooh, that's a tough one. I that's want to say one. Palace because they're on good form, and Leicester, Leicester's been a little Yeah, but like, Leicester is bipolar, um, so you never really Leicester's know. Leicester's a weird one. Yeah. Leicester lose to the bad teams, they beat the good teams. But but where does uh, Crystal put? Where does Crystal fall in that equation? Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Uh, I'm gonna draw one one. Okay, that's fair. Zaha uh, Zaha and Madison. Ooh, interesting. I I I'm interested yeah. to see the Madison goal. Uh, then we go to Stanford Bridge, where Brighton travels to Chelsea. Right now, this game is postponed, so I'm not even going to ask for one from you. I think because of the FA Cup that it might be moved, so I'll move right on to Arsenal. They're at home against a relegation-battling Southampton Sunday at 9.05. I'm going to say Arsenal handles this one very easily. Yeah, you're lucky you're home. You're lucky you're home because this is a match you might lose away. You are absolutely goddamn so, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the big game, <laughs> the big game of the weekend, Manchester United versus Liverpool. That's a bit of a derby match oh, there. Gosh. Lots of lots of rivalry going on in there. That game will be It is a derby match. Very 100% exciting. a derby match. You're going to have City rooting for you have City fans rooting for United. Weird times. Uh, Weird. Agreed. Uh, hopefully, like I, hopefully Lingard and Tony are back to the match. Uh, if they're fit. It was at... Is that Liverpool or is it at Manchester? It's at Old Trafford. At Old Trafford? I would love to see Liverpool. I'd love to see Liverpool win those 2-1. I think, I think I want to see Liverpool win those 2-1. I'm sick of Pogba the... Pogba uh, just puts in a shift. I just think Pogba just puts in a shift. Yeah, and he just takes it over. He's been fantastic since uh, since Ole has come around. Yeah, if they if if Liverpool are still without Van Dyke and they're rolling with the center back of, of uh, yeah, it might be tough Mata to handle that. And Fabinho, but would would be in, it's going to be interesting to see Georgie Wijnaldum 
versus Pogba in that midfield. Yeah, both players in great form and playing very exciting, fun football at that point. Not just efficient football, but football that you you really want to watch. Um, yeah, that game will be interesting. I'm going to actually say that that uh, I want Liverpool to win it, but it, this just has a one-one draw written all over it for me. Um, I, mean, I mean, it's just that you know you end it, and everybody's just like, "That's just a good game." It's of like, yeah, I don't want it to end. Everybody Which, had their uh, shots. Yeah. Fr- from a neutral standpoint, you know, they both drop two points, and you know, maybe another team farther down around six, you know, starts making some headway on Man United. Actually, we're in fifth, so thanks a lot, Chelsea. Um, all right. Well, anything else? Let's see here. Yeah, that's about all we got. Uh, that's a lot. Oh, of, I got. That's a lot of football to go through, man. That was. That was a. I mean, it was like technically like a, a little ten day stretch for us. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Maybe we uh, should. I uh, think we got. Yeah, nicely. Yeah, I think I think.